welcome to Swing for Contact, inaugural episode. Today, I am joined by Aiden, a former player of mine, and we're going to be talking about all 30 Major League Baseball teams' free agent and trade acquisitions this offseason. Uh, Aiden, how are you doing today? Uh, pretty good. Ready to get into this. Perfect, perfect. So right now, uh, I've, we've got the 2022 records and standings. We have a list of uh, the major signings this offseason. Uh, and then we're going to assign a grade for each team to see how they're looking for 2023. Uh, we're going to go in alphabetical order, uh, kind of by city. Okay, so that means first level, we'll go Arizona Diamondbacks and work our way down that list. Uh, you ready to go? Yep, I'm ready. Let's do it. Uh, so first off, Arizona uh, made a couple interesting trades just recently. Uh, the Toronto trade, big deal. Um, that was a big one. Signing Evan Longoria as a clubhouse veteran kind of guy, third base DH, see what he's got left. Uh, bringing in Kyle Lewis from Seattle. Um, they don't lose anything from their team from last year, uh, but they didn't add much either. Uh, what is your take on Arizona and where they're at? So Davies, Davies and Castro, I think Castro was, he's a little bit better of a pickup than Davies was. But uh, the big thing here for me is Evan Longoria. I, if he, he's older, if he can just put together a solid year of being healthy, I think that could be a bigger pickup from them and it can bring some leadership into that clubhouse. I really like getting Kyle Lewis. I'm, I'm hoping that he can get something back of what he was before, but that injury to his leg seemed to seem to be messing with them all of last year. I'd for also sure. like, I like Marino. Yeah, this definitely feels like a growing year for the Diamondbacks. They've got some interesting farm pieces that are coming up too. Um, you know, Corbin Carroll's going to get a real shot. Uh, Jordan Lawler's down there. I'm ready to see Corbin. Uh, it'll be interesting to see. You know, they're probably not players in the West this year, um, but to see what they can the, what they can do. This was definitely just a plug and play kind of off season, um, which you know, from a free agent standpoint, in my mind, it's a C minus. Because you know you're not making a move to to play in the West. I think you're still a sub 500 team, um, but it's definitely a an off season that's trying to build for two or three seasons from now. So really need a healthy year from Cattell this year. I <sighs> yeah, a good year from Cattell can, would be big. If he can get something healthy, they can they can start getting something going because they they got a couple pieces this year. 74 thought, and 88 last year, um, and then no no big moves, though, in the West, ultra-competitive. So probably, yeah, probably about the same, probably sub-500, and then you're still playing for two or three years from now. I give them – grading-wise, I'd say about a C. I may go up to a C-plus because I do really like that trade they had. And Evan Longoria, he has – it's a big plus side if he can stay healthy. Okay. Uh, let's shift over to the opposite coast here. Uh, we got Atlanta Braves, a uh, year out from the World Series, still 101 team this past year, playoff team. Um, you know, they they lose two huge pieces, loss of Dansby Swanson, uh, loss of Kenley Jansen. Um, then Duvall and Jackson go for different pastures. Uh, Robbie Grossman, Darren O'Day are all leaving. Uh, and you look at what they brought in, and it's like, well, they didn't really bring anything in to, yeah. to bring themselves back to that kind of pedestal. But the, the thing, thing about the Murphy. Braves is the trade with Murphy. Um, 
they hired some bullpen arms to kind of, you know, get those innings late in the games and and bridge the gap later on in the year, I think. Uh, Nick Anderson's a good addition, I think. Um, Kevin Pillar to play some outfield for him, maybe be that fourth outfielder. Because, um, I mean, between Acuna, Michael Harris, and – uh, who, who's who's going to be left? They uh, need a third outfielder. It's projected, I believe, Azuna. Or it was Azuna. Oh, or no, there no, was no. one more. No, no, not Azuna. Azuna's in Miami. It's a uh, Rosario. He's in Miami. Marcel? Oh, not. Marcel's Marcel's still a brief. Yeah, Marcel's not in Miami. Uh, who who went to Miami? Uh, Shigura went to Miami. Uh. What's the oh name? no! I'll, went to sorry, Miami. I was I, I get him and Solaire confused sometimes. That's only okay. Solaire, no, nah, Azuna is looking to play some left, but I, I believe it's split between him and someone else. Rosario, Maybe Rosario, and so you know where does Kevin Blar fit in that equation? I think he's probably just a, a bench addition, fourth or fifth outfielder kind of guy. Um, you know, losing Dansby hurts. Uh, losing Kenley hurts. I'm not the biggest on Bansby, but I do agree that hurts. Unless, uh, what's the kid's name? He played a bit of. He played in the outfit a bit last year. So Vaughn Grisham, I think, is projected Vaughn, to be the, the shortstop. Be the shortstop. If he can, if he can send the path that he was at the beginning of last year, I don't think that the Dansby hole is going to hurt as much, other than his defense, because of course that was elite as always. But I think that the bat can be just as good. I don't know about just as good. Um, and when you're talking about it, really still a rookie, still a rookie. Like there, he's got a lot to. Yeah, yeah, he's but... he's going to be able to play. He's going to be able to be slotted at seventh, eighth, ninth in that lineup. You're going to have Acuna, Harris, Riley, Olson, Murphy, Albies. They don't need his offense. Which um, I will say this, Dansby's bat. That was, that was an off year. Like or not an off year. That was a. That was his best year for Dansby. That was an yeah. Outlier. That was That's, his best year. And I don't so expect you his hope bat that he like can that do that. that. But I mean, but I think, just expect yeah. Von Grissom to come in and be an all-star shortstop. No, I think no, 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 no. I'm not thinking that. I don't think his defense will be near Dansby. But I think his offense can be as good as Dansby's has been for them, uh, sure. given that that was his first good offensive year, in my opinion. All their starting pitchers are under team control, and then they extended Charlie Morton. So, uh, you know, there's not really a hole in their rotation they need to fill. There's not really a hole in their bench they need to fill. There's not – and, you know, they still have Iglesias and AJ Minter and Joe Jimenez and Colin McHugh. And so, like, even though they lose Kenley, they still have all the pieces. They um, are really hoping that Akinia it's a it's a well built organization. So they didn't need to make a free agent splash. Um, I gave them a C plus just because you know you, you're losing some all stars, um, but they didn't really have many holes to fill. I think it was just a slightly above average kind of off season. So. That's um, I'm around to gonna, They're still going to be playing for the AL East. They're still going to be playing for a playoff spot. So nothing really changes. My mine is more. I like what the teams around them did in that division. That's we'll why kind of yeah yeah I know I'm just saying that's my downside for the Braves is what the teams around them did. Sure, they did a lot. I Baltimore. Uh, Baltimore, no losses to speak of because all their Guys are under team control. Um, you know, the couple of guys they did lose are all low-level replacement kind of players. Um, their whole lineup is dudes that they drafted, and they still have under contract. They had a hole at second base. They brought in Adam Frazier. 
plugged a hole. They had a hole in their rotation, like brought in Kyle Gibson, plugged a hole. They had a hole in their bullpen, brought in Michael Givens, plugged a hole. They brought in three 30-year-olds, three veterans, a starting pitcher, a relief pitcher, an infielder. They'll probably provide some leadership. Um, you know, I, I think their rotation is still the weakest part of their team. Uh you know, in order to play in that AL East and make a an American League wildcard spot, I would have liked to have seen another pitcher added. Um, but the Adam Frazier pickup, the Kyle Gibson pickup, you know, I think it all kind of adds up to them being better. Uh, they still have some dynamite guys in the back end of the bullpen. Uh, so the Orioles for me is a B minus. They plugged the holes that they needed, uh, but they didn't make a splash. I could uh, I could one thousand percent see them. Not a thousand. I could I could definitely see them making the playoffs. I'm ready to watch Adley Rutschman get a full season of baseball. I I really think that he's about to come up and probably be a top two catcher. I like I really like the Adam Frazier pickup. Like you said, they needed that. Uh where does where did Odor move after that? Is Odor gone? Yeah, Odor's out. He's out? Okay. He That's, is currently not signed with anybody. At. Okay. Gunnar Henderson, they, they're just so young. They're young, team control, and I think if they make a buy at the deadline, I think if they can go out and get another pitcher, um, they can make a play, but, you know, they're still going to – Gunnar Henderson is still going to have to be in prove-it mode. Uh, mm-hmm. Mount Castle needs to kind of take a step forward. Um, Kyle Stowers needs to take a step forward. And so, you know, it, it'll be interesting to see – which one of their guys can can really be dudes? Uh, and then there's this team. Uh, oh my gosh, the Boston Red Sox, who a lot going out, a lot coming in, and there's a lot of question marks for me on like what's the plan because I I still don't know what the plan is in Boston. Um, they went seventy eight and eighty four. Mm-hmm. They lose Xander. Oof. They lose Native Aldi. Oof. Hosmer walks. Walk is gone. Uh, JD's gone. Uh, they bring in uh, Yoshida. Okay. I like, I'm here for it. I, I love, I love Japanese ball players. So let's see. Have you see. seen the projections for him? Let's see what he's got. They are uh, crazy. Read them off to me real quick. Uh, let me find them real quick. I actually, I do have a, give me a second. Because I mean, they're expecting this kid to come out and I guess be Barry Bonds off the off the rip, from what I saw the projections. Uh, he's kind of a shorter dude, right? Uh, compact swing, lefty in Fenway. Um, you know, can he make use of that pesky pole and and knock some knock some balls over the fence? Um, you know, thirty year old coming over with one of the best resumes in Japanese baseball over the last few years. Um, and then why why are you looking that up? Kluber comes in to fill the rotation spot with Evaldi. Okay, I get it. Um, you bring in Justin Turner, which is kind of a a swap with JD. Basically, you're bringing him into DH and maybe get some third base every once in a while. But you just extended Devers. Like Devers is your guy. He's your mm-hmm. guy guy. And so like Turner's here. Um, I do like signing Jansen. I do like signing Chris Martin. Like that's two big bullpen additions. Um, Adam Duvall, I think, is uh, a prove it one year kind of contract. 
Uh, I I just don't know. Like who who's going to play center? Is Adam Duvall supposed to play center field in Boston at thirty four years? I old? have no clue. I I hate what Boston did. I I think that they're going to be the possibly the worst team in that division. I think they just there's there was so much that they could have done these past couple of years, and they've done exactly what they shouldn't have. They've lost Xander. That's that's going to be huge. Now Trevor Story, the guy that they went and picked up, I believe last year. He's going to be out for a couple months yeah. to start the season. They lost to Uvalde. I just – I don't see them being that good. I see them being terrible this year. And they traded for Mondesi, which I can see Mondesi in center. I can see Mondesi at short. Um, how long is, is Mondesi going to be healthy for? And how long Three is Mondesi going to be healthy? You know, Kike, is he the answer at shortstop? Like, there, there's a lot of – like, what – I don't know what the the plan is for Boston. Um, I think it's potentially a long long season for them. Um, I gave them a C plus just because they did bring in some names. They brought in a Kluber, a Jansen, a Chris Martin, uh, bringing in Yoshida. Like, there's some cool additions here, um, but the losses I think outweigh the additions, and I think Very you're much. still not playing for a playoff spot. So, like, it's. You talk to any Boston fan and they think that they're I, I've I've gotten into so many arguments with them because they swear that this team's better than last year and I just don't see it. One way to find out. Yeah. Uh but then there's a, a team, the Cubbies, uh, who I think some people are really confused on, some people are really high on, some people are kind of low on. Um, you know, the loss of Contreras hurts. There's no doubt about that. It's an all star catcher, one of the few guys behind the dish that brings a bat with them. Um, you plug that hole with Tucker Barnhart. Okay. I, whatever. I get it. Um, but you signed Dansby for seven years, right? A seven year, 25 mm-hmm. AAV. Um, you're not overpaying necessarily. Uh, I think he is a guy you can build around your infield with. Um, and so I think that's a, a big time move. That's the four what most people would have considered the fourth best shortstop and a really loaded shortstop for agency class. You bring in Bellinger on a one-year prove-it deal. Hosmer's making league minimum because he's still getting paid by the Padres in Boston. Mancini on a deal. Um, and then you know, uh, solidifying that, uh, not the bullpen, but the starting rotation with Jameson Tyone and Drew Smiley. So now you've got... Um, you know, Stroman and Justin Steele with those two guys. And, you know, they were a sub 500 team last year, but I think they got better. I think they got a lot better this off season. I I don't think Stroman's going to be as bad as he was last year. I think Talion helps a lot. I really, I really like the Cody Bellinger pickup. I know that he hasn't been doing that good these past couple of years. He's a good defender. I mean, very good defender. Are we going to see the bat come back? More than likely not, but there's always the possibility. It's not going to be as good as it ever like was, but if Bellinger it's going to be okay. If Bellinger comes in and hits 25 home runs and slashes 240, 320, 420, you're probably thinking that's a that's a good pickup for Bellinger at that point because you are mm-hmm. going to get Gold Glove defense, um, in center, right, first base, wherever you put him, um. So you got some left-right balance with Hosmer and Bellinger coming in and Barnhart. Barnhart's a lefty. 
Ian Happ is still there. Suzuki's still there. Nico Warner's still there. So, so I, I don't know. To me, this is this is an A minus off season. Did they get like the top dogs of the top dogs? No, but I think they improved their chances in the central a lot. They added a lot around them. They they filled some holes. I'm wondering how Suzuki's going to do this year. He got, I believe, he got injured last year, didn't he? He missed a bit of games. Uh, let, me, let me check on him real quick. You know, I think from him, they're they're just hoping he gets on base at a 350 clip, and everything else is kind of whatever after that. So he missed. He missed about 70 games last year. Okay, he had a hot start. He had a, he a really good start. So if he can duplicate that, I think that's when he started to slow down. Is when he got injured. And that's that's kind of why everyone stopped hearing about him for a bit. Well, let's uh, go to the American Sh- League with the other Chicago. This team. one's gonna be funny or fun, uh, I guess. Not really funny. The, the White Sox. They so you lose one of your franchise guys to the Houston Astros. You lose Jose Abreu. Mm-hmm. Uh, you lose Johnny Cueto, who came in and was kind of a really good pitcher for you for the year that he was hanging out in, in Chicago. Uh, but you bring in Andrew Chicken Tendy Baseball, and he's going to be patrolling left field for the next five years and getting on base like crazy for the next five years. I'm all about it. That's a, that's a great pickup to hit in front of a Luis Robert, in front of an Eloy. I'm with it. Tim Anderson... And chicken tendies at the top two of your lineup. That's that's a good one too. Yeah, then, the, uh, in the AL Central. Let's but, go uh, look at their second pickup. That's and then <laughs> probably. And then you go out and you sign Mike Clevenger for a one-year, twelve million dollar deal. And you know who knows what's going to happen in that whole situation. That's um, very dicey for them and for him. Uh, let's say this: if it's Trevor Bauer, he would already been gone. Probably my thing with, with Clevenger and this isn't just cause I'm a Houston guy and there's, there's beef. My thing with Clevenger is if you're going to sign him on a one-year prove it deal with high upside, like I get, he has high upside, but if that's your deal, go sign a Michael Waka, go sign a Dylan Bundy, go sign Chad cool, go sign Mike minor. Even like there there's people on the, market who have this the same kind of value that didn't already kind of have some of this stuff over their head um mm-hmm. and man i, I, don't I like it's from it's, what i've seen though jank. they didn't know anything about that white Sox didn't know anything about that at all clevenger had a couple of headlines surrounding him on this kind of stuff before i didn't know that I, like, all I knew was from what I just saw the other day. Before he went to the Padres, there was some uh, some stuff kind of floating with his name in this same kind of abuse kind of world. Mm. Um, and it was kind of hush-hush, but it was there. Like, it was, it's not hard to find. Uh, and so, I don't know. It just, if you're going to sign a one-year 12 million prove-it deal, I'm not signing a guy that had history and he has a history and it's uh just seems seems like a bad move and so i think they make a great move and i think they make a really bad move which comes out to a free agent grade of a c for me talking about teams that don't have a plan though the cincinnati reds 
I do have something to add to the Cincinnati Reds. I think okay. they will be adding another free agent soon. I think the rating may get bumped up a little bit because we could see Trevor Bauer there for a prove-it year. Uh, a re-sign in Cincinnati think, for Bauer? I think the smartest thing for Bauer would be possibly to go back to Cincinnati. I mean, here's the thing. He's how How long is he on the team that picks him up? Is it just a year? I mean, he can sign whatever contract he wants. Without, okay, not signing. I'm talking about just what the Dodgers have on him. He can sign a league minimum one-year deal right now. Okay. Go back to Cincinnati. Go back to someplace like that. You can go out there. You can pitch, be the one, two, or three guy. Prove that you still have it to the bigger teams, which I think he's going to be thinking about. And I could honestly see him going back to the Dodgers or another big team like that soon. I mean, you got Hunter Green and Nick Lodolo, which, you know, I think are are fine pitchers. But, yeah, he's he easily slots in as their one, two, or three right now, even mm-hmm. coming off of a suspension. So I, I just wanted to add that to Cincinnati. You can uh, We can keep what they have. But that's – I really think they may get him. I, mean, I that, want the Rangers to, be of course. But, of course you do. But we may be fine on pitchers right now. The Reds are coming off a 62 and 100 season. They're still playing for a 100 loss team right now. It seems mm-hmm. like um, there's not a whole lot to say about them. I gave them C minus just because they brought in two catchers and Will Myers, a 32 mm-hmm. year old Will Myers on a one year deal. Um, like, what's the plan in Cincinnati? I have no idea. Yeah, they're just same old, same old, to be honest. And then there's a team that always has a plan, it seems like, in the Cleveland Guardians. Um, they had very few holes they needed to fill, but they went out and and kind of filled them. They let Austin Hedges walk, um, which veteran catcher leadership, um, one of the best gloves behind the dish in the game. And they bring in Mike Zanino, who might pop off for 20 home runs on any given year. You never know. Uh, and then Josh Bell on a two-year, like not crazy money. They're able to bring him to Cleveland, put slot him in the middle of the lineup and drive in Stephen Kwan and those guys. And that's a pretty good pickup. And so, you know, there's nothing flashy about it. They didn't go sign the dudes of the dudes. They've got a good rotation. They've got bullpen guys for days. For me, it's a solid B. B offseason. Which for what I'm seeing, they're not going to have to put Bell at first too much. He's going to split time. And I like that. Hoping he can get his bat back to what was expected last year. Yeah, I didn't, I'm I didn't think Josh it was the Naylor. best it could have been last year. Yeah, Josh Naylor's projected to play first a little bit more. So probably Oscar Gonzalez and right, Andre yeah. Simenez in at second, and then mm-hmm. oh yeah, Jimenez. So I think it's a I think it's a positive off season for them. I gave them a B. You know, nothing nothing splashy, but they're not a splashy free agent team. They always yeah. have a plan though, and they they did their plan. I think. Um, and then there's again. We'll go from no plan to plan to no plan. Like, what are the Rockies doing? They think that they have their team. They think they're ready. For, they think they have it built and that they're ready for the small pieces around it. I don't know if you saw that comment the other day. 68-94 last year. Um, Their best prospect is in double A. And then. Who would that be? Zach Veen. Zach Veen. Zach Veen. Zach Bean. Okay. I mean, see, 
here's the thing. They're I like their team in a weird way. Like Chris Bryant is needs to have a a, a healthy bounce back year. But Ryan McMahon, I like CJ Crone, I like Charlie Blackman, I like Brendan Rogers, Randall Gritchick. Like there's there's some good bats in there. I did the show uh, legend, man. Herman Marquez, pretty good little pitcher. Kyle Freeland can pitch. Daniel Bard, one of the best relievers in baseball. Um, but there's no like with this team that they currently have and the addition and re-signing Jose Urena to their starting pitching and bringing in one reliever that was on San Diego's team for a one-year deal. Like you're you're lucky if you're playing 500 ball, I think. I don't know when they'll I I don't see contention for them for a while. Like I don't I don't know what their plan is like you said. They just – it seems like they don't have a plan. Like, do they plan on ever being good while Chris Bryan is still there, or did they just pick him up for – to sell I, tickets? I think it might have been just a ticket seller and a, a people-pleasing ticket-grabbing move, and that's really unfortunate for those fans in Colorado. Um, Because all of their prospects, like all their top dudes, like I'm um, – Zach Veen's in double A. Drew Romo is in high A. Vargas A. Amador A. High A. 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 High A. Like all their dudes are four years away, three years away. And it's just like, man, I don't I don't know what they're doing. They didn't really lose anybody. You know, Jose Iglesias is gonna go somewhere, I would think. But they're gonna let their rookie play ball at short, which, you know, I'm about. But like, what is the plan here? I just don't see it. Um and go straight into another team that I'm just like, what are we doing? The Detroit Tigers are on their way for a fourth or fifth place in the AL Central again. Um, 66 and 96 last year. The one thing else so weird. It's so it's such a weird division. It's not a good division either. Like you could easily make a play for it. Um my thing is about the Tigers is you know, they traded for Nick Maton. They got rid of um, Soto in that trade, Gregory Soto in that trade. Mm-hmm. And they have a couple Who? injuries. They, Who's Soto with now? Uh, Philly. <laughs> Philly. I like Soto, man. Uh, he's, That's, yeah. So, I can't wait to get to them to talk about that. Yeah, Philly Philly made some moves. Um, Casey Mize and, and uh, Scooble are – on elbow surgery, unfortunately. So that left two pieces in, in their rotation that they needed to fill. So they went out and hired Matthew Boyd and Michael Lorenzen. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, that's a plug and play one year contract for both of them. I get it. Uh, I, you know, in a weird way, I think the Tigers have a plan. I don't know that it's a good plan. Um, they didn't really need to, to replace anybody, but their team is like, it's not good. Just not it's good. Just be honest. Like, Baez is not that guy. I was about to say, do we think Baez is ever going to get back to (laughs) a good position? He's now officially on the wrong side of 30. Um, You know, I think he's good for 20 home runs. Um, Is he going to get on base more than 300 uh, 300 on base percentage? (laughs) I I don't know. Like, I don't see that. What was his walk percentage last year? Two <laughs> percent. It can't to be have good. to have an average. Is this projected? I don't know if it, no. I don't think this is projected. Is it? 
I think it is. Never mind. I was about to say, because he's projected to have a 240 average and then a 286 on base percentage. And that is crazy, I believe. Well, last year in 590 at bats, he hit 17 over the wall, hit 238, 278, 393. Um, so Yeesh. he's probably right online to do similar numbers again, but he's not a guy that you want to like. He's arguably your most productive bat right now in that lineup because Austin Meadows, you don't know what you're going to get right now. Um, Riley, I Green. like them bringing Green up and letting him get playing time. I'm all about Riley Green getting time. I'm all about Nick Maton getting time. I'm all about Spencer Torkelson getting time. I don't know if he's ready, man. For I, I, I think they should have left him longer, left him in the minors longer. He just is he ever gonna look like the number one overall pick, or is that just is that ship's starting to sail? You know, he is only 23. He's young, uh, but. I, I just wanted to see something, and I don't think I've ever seen anything from him. I'd say he's you got to give him at least another year because really he only had what 10% of a year. Did he play in 25 games last year? Mm-hmm. Let me check. How, how many at bats did he have last year? Checking real quick. Last year he had 155 plate appearance. No, no, no. He had four. He had 404 plate appearances, but I believe. Okay, so he's in the 300s for at bats. He had 110 games in the in the MLB. Okay. And 404 plate appearances. He only played 35 minors last year. Gotcha. That's the number. And he, he hit 203. Either way, to, the Tigers. To, to me, they they got a C plus because they had two holes in their rotation. They filled two holes in their rotation with one year deals. Okay. Move on. <laughs> yeah, they're still not going to be good. Mid team for a little too long, yeah. Uh, oh, I know Astro, why you want to move on now. That's not why I wanted to move on. We're just we, we're stuck there for too long. Uh, this one, this is a cut and dry case, too. I think the Houston Astros World Series champs, uh, didn't have any holes to fill, they didn't lose Rafael Montero, which is big. They bring in Jose Abreu, which is gonna bring in more production from their corner infield, which they needed. Uh, I love Yuli Guriel, but you needed more production out of that spot. And then they were able to re-sign Michael Brantley. Um, you lose Justin Verlander, which hurts. But the Ashers were I, kind of in a spot where it's like they have so many arms that it kind of doesn't really matter. Like, it it sucks that you lose the AL Cy Young winner, but you don't really need it to keep him. Um, So, to me, it's a B. They filled the holes that they needed to fill. They didn't need to make a splash. They didn't make a splash. So, it's a solid B. And I still think they're Which, looking to win 100 games. So I've told you what I think about Verlander leaving. I think that losing a Cy Young winner isn't as big of a deal when I think y'all have another Cy Young, Cy Young winner coming up in right. Christian Javier. I could definitely he's, see him winning it this year if DeGrom doesn't stay healthy. He's your dark and horse, right? He's my dark horse. And if I had to put money on anyone, I'd put it on him because his odds are so low right now. <laughs> all right well that, that one's cut and dry for me it's a b yeah uh do it they did what they needed to do and that's all there is to it really uh kansas city royals, royals. um i think they hired trade bait uh jordan lyles for two years to fill a spot in the rotation uh ryan yarbrough to fill a spot in the rotation on a one-year deal and then 
the move that left some people going, oh, okay, this is weird, is the Chapman deal, right? It's a one-year, under $4 million deal. Um, you know, I think if August rolls around, July 31st rolls around, and that dude is having a, a bounce back, back end of the bullpen kind of year, you're going to see him trading jerseys somewhere else. Sorry, I was looking at something. Okay, so... The Chapman one was very surprising. I I thought he was a Marlin. I thought up until the moment that I saw that he was he signed to the Royals, I I thought he was already chalked in as a Marlin. He's got a house up in Miami, I believe. That just seemed like a a done deal. But I do like the pickups. Aroldis, he was of course scrutinized, but he's always the guy in the big moments that goes out there. So of right. course he's going to give up a big moment every now and then. Sure. I mean, his playoff track record, his in-season track record, like he has some dominant moments where he didn't lose a spot. And then he has some mm-hmm. spots where, you know, the 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 Cubby situation with the Indians, you know, that one was a deflating moment for him, I'm sure. Uh, I mean, everyone talks about the Jose Altuve home run to death. And then um, there was another one I can't remember that gets talked about a lot off the top of my head, but. You know, I think it's kind of an unfair situation for him. But at the same time, like his numbers last year just weren't very good. Um, and then the whole kind of disagreement on playoff roster and that whole situation going on in New York. Um, yeah, he definitely wasn't going back to New York. That one was for sure. No. Just where was he going? But I think at, at the end of the day, I don't think he makes he's not going to make the Royals a contender. Oh, no. um, even in the central and they're not competing for a first place team in the, in the central. So to me, it's a C. Uh, another West coast team, uh, AL West team, Los Angeles angels. I have a, I am not happy with the angels off season from like as an Astros fan. I'm like, yeah, it's great. Keep doing what you're doing. Um, if I'm an angels fan, I'm pissed. Uh, cause you've got two baseball unicorns. This is your last year of Shohei Otani. Like he's gone, whether in a trade at the deadline or in free agency. He the only way back. I can see them keeping him is if they make the playoffs and they do something like get, get a round or so in. I, they were a sub 500 team and they brought in Tyler Anderson, which, okay, I, I'm here for a Tyler Anderson reclamation project he had a great season in dodger blue bring him mm-hmm. over across the freeway and see if he can do it again okay i'm with you um is he going to carry your rotation behind shohei to the playoffs uh, I, I don't know like he had one really good year in dodger blue like let's calm down um a relief pitcher from colorado and then brandon jury like you're sub 500 you've got to find a way to overcome the astros and the mariners and now you've got the Rangers chomping at the bit. Don't forget them. And don't forget them. Don't worry. We're going to really? talk about the Rangers soon. I promise. I'm going to be there. Uh, and I just don't get it. You've got the baseball unicorns, two of them, on your team. And you did not shell out to get it done this year. And th- if there's ever a year to shell out to prove Otani the state in uh, Los Angeles with you and not go to the blue, it was now. And they didn't do it. And that's a problem. So for me, it's a C minus, like it, it may be an F. Like they, they failed this offseason to me. I don't know if they're trying to cut their losses by not spend overspending for people and then it not working again. Like, you know, it never does for the Angels because it never works. Never works. It, I know, and but I don't like, 
their lineup I, is good. It's good, but good. it never works. And I'm guessing I don't know if they're looking into the future already and thinking, dang, we're gonna have to trade Otani. Which, in my opinion, I think they should have done it last off season because I I don't. It's the Angels, man. I don't care what they do. They've got the two best players, two of the best players. Excuse that. And I just I don't think they have enough. Like they need to they need to go out. I guess trade Shohei, get as many prospects as they can. I would like for them, like, that's what I would do. If I was the manager of the Go Angels, hoard as many players as you can. But also, if I was the manager of the Angels, I would have tried to sign a lot more people than what they have. You you gotta you gotta put somebody around your two unicorns and mm-hmm. man, it it just seems like it's a total waste. This isn't basketball. LeBron slash Shohei can't carry you all the way. You gotta have the pieces around him. They were 73 and 89. I think maybe they get to 500, but I think the teams in the West kind of like Texas got better. Texas got better. Seattle's going to be Seattle and Houston's going to Houston. And so, like, I don't know that they play 500 ball. I think they're under 500 again. And that's a problem. That's looking to be one of the best divisions. I can see the, I can see the NL, NL East, and see them. But, all right, so we're crossing the 101. Now we're in Dodger blue. And the Dodgers are kind of like the Braves, kind of like Houston. Didn't really have any holes that they needed to fill. Uh, kind of a rinse and repeat for them. They lost a few guys, brought in a couple guys. Uh, resigned Kershaw, brought in like Noah that. Syndergaard, um, J.D. Martinez. We mentioned with the, the swap with Boston, basically. Um, you know, they went 111 and 51. Um, they're still probably going to be the Kings of the NL West. Mm-hmm. Probably still going to have the best record in the national league. Um, for me, it's a B plug the holes. They had nothing flashy, nothing crazy, but did what they needed to do to run it back. Uh, I'm a little confused on the Miguel Rojas trade. I don't like Miguel Rojas at all. He's a great defender. He was the fourth worst bat in the league last year. That's that's bad. And I just they've got good bats in the lineup, of course. And I guess they need the defense. I I don't. Yeah, to, to that, me the, that the, confused me. The only question that I have really for them is: Is Gavin Lux going to be able to play a premier shortstop position glove wise? They don't um, have him projected at short. Is the thing. They've got him projected at second. But to me, like he's second base. Yeah, but like that's more where he's projected. Yeah. Uh, so like if Chris Taylor is playing second base and Gavin Lux is at short, is the glove work at short going to be good enough? Um, is Trace Thompson going to be able to, like, if he's only producing a a two twenty batting app? Will he be able to, you know, play gold glove level defense at 32? I don't know. Um, 32? Dang. I didn't realize that, I guess. uh, And so, you know, I I think there are a couple question marks about this team. But at the end of the day, it's still Mookie Betts. It's still Freddie Freeman. It's still Max Muncie. It's like Clayton Kershaw, Urias, Gonsolin, Dustin May. And then you just add center guard into that mix. 
Um, but the opposite of their other Los Angeles team, in my opinion. They're always going to be there. They always go out and grab guys, it feels like. And then they it's always the have Dodgers. dudes in their in their farm system that are ready to yes, come up. Yes, their farm is stupid good. I they're still top ten farm, and I I don't know how they've their talent acquisition is just that. that good. It just really is. Like the the loan. I mean, shoot, there's they can very get up few on and be good for multiple years. So <laughs> the like the loan blemish in their farm really over the last you know six years is the Jordan trade, right? Like that's the only yes. time where it was like, oh, what the heck are you doing Dodgers? But like, they didn't know. We didn't know. And not at that time. Like, which we when are idea, we, but when are we looking at Bobby Miller coming up? Would that be a year from Pro- now? Probably two? this year. I think probably this year. I think he, like if something were to happen to a, a Dustin May or a Tony Gonsolin, I think he's the guy that comes in and replaces those innings. Cause Bueller's still out. Um, oh, how, how much longer is he out? That's, that's a bid, isn't it? Well, he, I think he had surgery in August. So he's basically like, he's probably done Dude. for the whole year. So, gosh, that's, which sucks for them because I mean, he's one of the best. Lose. Yeah. He's one of the top dogs. Uh, you, you throw him in that pitching staff too. Oh, my goodness. Arms for days. Yeah. Um, but, you know, they're still going to, they're still going to win 100 games. They're probably still winning the NL West. They're probably going to the NLCS. And then, you know, at that point, who knows? I uh, the Marlins. Oof. The Marlins get an F for me. <laughs> <laughs> the Marlins get an F because you have arguably the best pitcher in baseball. Woo! I arguably calm down. I guess over you there. could argue it. I don't even. I mean, calm I like him. There. I don't think he's the best in the NL. Burns all the way. I, listen, if you if you take the top five pitchers and throw them in a blender. Any one of them on any given day is the best pitcher in MLB. Except for one, of course, if he's healthy, but it's Calm a down. big if. Sandy Alcon, uh, Alcon, uh, I can never say Alcantar. that. There we go. I believe he is arguably the best pitcher in baseball. Uh, you bring in Cueto. Cool. You bring in Lazar or you already have Lazardo. Dope. You've got Floro, Tanner Scott, uh, Richard Blyer, Tommy Nance, like you've got arms like crazy. And they need you're to start trading waste, some of them. I'm gonna waste Sandy's gears with a team that can't do anything around him. And it's really sad because if I've got that pitching staff, I am selling out to go buy somebody to put around him. Go get one of those like- shortstops. They've got what? freaking Joey Wendell, 33 years old, but is gonna be playing shortstop for you. Like, I love gotta, Joey Wendell. That's not a knock on Wendell. He's a good ball player, but he's not my everyday shortstop. They had to move. Dang. Uh, jazz the center. Jazz is they, going to center. Like, they've got Segura at second. And I don't care what he says about how many gold gloves. He's <laughs> – it's not good. And, like, I like I like bringing Narias because he's a contact guy. He's going to get on base around 350 or higher. He's going to hit 300. Segura's got a good contact bat. I think that's what they needed. They needed contact. But they don't want to guys. Have. They don't have anybody that hits any, like, they, what's their OPS number? I may be like? thinking of a different team because I was thinking it was the opposite, that they didn't have any contact guys. I may be thinking of someone, someone completely different because – I guess I was just looking at the bigger dudes, the dudes that were supposed to be their good guys. 
Like Jazz so last layer. year had a slugging percentage over he had a slugging over five hundred. And then he was out for like over half the year, it felt like Luis Arias, four twenty, Gene Segura, three eighty seven, Garrett Cooper, four fifteen, Avisel Garcia, three seventeen, Jorge Soler, four hundred, Joey Wendell, three sixty, uh Jacob Stallings, two ninety two, like where's your slugging at? Who's going to drive in these runs for you? Who's going to like jazz can hit 25 home runs and steal 25 bases. I know this. Uh, Solera can hit 25 bombs. I know this, but where's your you guy well. that's going to drive in runs. I I guess I was looking at a different team. Cause that's, I thought all they have is power and I am completely wrong. I just, I don't get it to me. It's an F like you're wasting Sandy's Cy Young prime years with an offense that's not going to get it done in a division that is tough. And if you're going to compete, you've got to get some talent and their lineup doesn't have the talent. Uh, I think they're my only F, but they're an F. I think what Kim may be doing is she doesn't want to spend this year because I don't think they were that close to competing. Like, I don't think that the thing is, though, it's it's not up to Kim to spend money. It's the freaking owner. I think what Kim's idea was, because this this is what I've heard, was not to go all in this year, but this upcoming free agency, they may go in, but we all know the Marlins, they don't like to spin, so we'll see what happens with that. I, I just don't see it, man. Like, Yuri Perez is in double A, Salas is in high A, Jacob Berry's in A. Uh, I, don't like their, I don't like their prospects that aren't pitchers. I mean, like, go what do we, what do we think is going to happen to Khalil Watson? Like, why is he still on the team? Why have they not traded him yet? Why like, that was that was bats. stupid to me. I thought whenever I saw the uh, what was it, the trade with Ar- Arias and uh, Lopez, I thought Khalil Khalil was gone. Like, I was like, okay, that's good. They got him out. No, they didn't. They still have him, and he's going to rot there for more years. And let's go with the Marlins. I'll get a headache just thinking about that whole situation. Uh, the Brewers kind of in that same weird spot of like they didn't have many things they needed to do. Um, they brought in a couple of guys via trade uh, in who'd the middle of their lineup. Or who'd they get for Wong? So for Wong, they brought in uh, Jesse Winker, which lefty slugging bat to kind of pair with Winker's Yellish in the okay. middle. I I like Wong, and I I didn't like that they got rid of him. I, they I think, got rid of Wong because they've got a rookie that they're they're they wanting do. to okay. give the guy. Like, uh, he's I Wong a was top one hundred prospect. He's their Bryce, uh, Terang, Terang. He's like their number three or four guy in their organization prospect mm-hmm. ranking wise. So I think they're just trying to get him ready. Um. So like I get it, and then Wong was in a contract year, I think, for them, and so I just I really liked yeah. Wong, and I think he was one of the better hitters in the league, or not hit one of the better second baseman hitters, and they just he's gone now, and I don't Which know why Seattle like probably went after him. Like, oh yeah, that was that was a that's good a, move. That's a total Seattle. Seattle move, and it sucks for me. <laughs> uh, it doesn't really me, suck for you because we already know you're going, but yeah, I mean. I could put them over the edge over us. 
uh, to me, it's a B minus off season. They brought in Wade Miley to plug a hole. They're bringing Brian Anderson to maybe plug a hole if that kid doesn't work out. Um, yeah. But you know, you still got Corbin Burns. You still got Brandon Woodruff. You still got Devin Williams, Matt Bush. Um, you know, Adamas, Telez, Yelich. Like, there's there's talent on this team, and so you know, I would have liked to have seen them make a little bit more to see if they can go win that NL Central, take it away from the Cardinals. They were an 86 and 76 team last year. Um, to me, it's a B minus because it it didn't solidify them as like the front runners for the Central, and they really should have made that move. I think. Forgot they got a uh, Contreras, the second Contreras. Yeah, they got they got younger brother. I like that. All right, so now we're the Twins. Ooh. The Twins, I think, is of an offseason interesting for the Twins because in a weird way, with the whole Carlos Correa saga, to me, the Twins ended up in an A-minus type of situation because they needed a catcher. Christian Vasquez, been there, done that. Two rings, two different teams. Can do it all. Uh, they bring in your boy, Joey Gallo, on a one-year deal. Uh, I think that's a good prove-it deal. I, I think like it's that. a good prove-it deal. I think he, he has a chance to to hit in Minnesota. It's a good hitter's part. Um, if he'll stop trying to uppercut and there's everything, not, there's not a like, lot of media there. There's not I like that. It's not a it's not a it's not a big name organization, and I think that's good for him. Maybe it is. I I think that's still kind of a strange. Which excuse. I'll also say this. Hey, he's he's got to have something like just stop trying to uppercut everything. That would that would be a good start. Okay. Uh, so kind of like their free agency took a while to look good. I'm kind of oh, for sure starting to like their jerseys a little bit more. They're starting to grow on me. I'm not going to lie. I've seen some of these little photoshops of like Correa and like other players in them. They're not looking as bad as I thought they were anymore. So the Twins were 78-84 and they already had Correa, sure, but you didn't lose Correa. And then you went in and bring in Vasquez, you bring in Gallo. Um, they made the trade for Pablo, which, you know, the thing was, is like, they, they needed some more pitching, and Pablo helps that, obviously. I, like um, I think it's an A-minus kind of offseason. Like, they they improved. and Need to stay healthy. They need, and they can they need their the guys to be there. I think, to me, they're my favorite team in the Central right now. I, Over know, the Guardians? If everything goes right. Hmm. If everything goes right. Uh, I would love to see the Twins get first in the Central. I think I think they can do it. I don't know if they will, but I think from a talent perspective, they can. Um, but again, everything has to kind of go right for them. Okay. Buxton has to play in 125. Buxton plays 125 games. They get first place. It's like there's a lot of things I'd ask for before I ask for that. I'm just saying, like that's got to happen. I wanted it to happen. Yeah, it's got to. And that has to happen. If that happens, I think it's, they got a good shot. Uh, all right. Time to go to the Big Apple. Uh, Uncle Steve and his hundred and one win Mets from last year. Uh, they lose to Grom. They lose. It wasn't like it was. They a lose loss, the next but... guy. They lose. They, how many? They lost like four pitchers, right? They lost how many guys did they lose? They lost. Uh, Chris Bassett gone. Taiwan Walker gone. Walker. Grom, gone. Trevor Williams gone, and they're like, not a big deal. Hey, Steve, how much money can we drop? Oh, don't wow. worry, we'll bring in the AL Cy Young winner. We'll bring in Quintana. We'll bring in another Japanese guy. We'll bring in Senga. Why not? Uh, we're gonna make sure Edwin Diaz is 
coming out the to the trumpets for the next five years. Um, and then the sneaky addition for me is they brought in David Robertson, who is gross on a one year, $10 million deal to play set up man for him. And he can get some big time, high leverage innings for him. Uh, they didn't lose Nemo, which was huge. Uh, to me, it's an A off season for the Mets because they did everything they needed to do to make sure they were still competing in the NL in the NL East, and I think they're still going to be a ninety five plus win team. The best thing I think the funniest thing about that is they can be a ninety five win team. I could still see them not winning the division. Oh I, yeah, it's very bad. Yeah, I can see them. Honestly, I can see them going as low as third. I I want to see possible. how the Phillies do without Harper though, which we'll get into that in a bit. Yeah. Uh. I don't really have any comments about this. I mean, they it's pretty obvious what they did. They went out and spent shit to a lot of money. And uh <laughs> I don't I don't know. Wish every team would try to do that. Yeah, the of the names I just athletics. of those contracts, they spent 136 million this season on guys that are additions. Mm-hmm. So not including the guys that they already had. Like Scherzer and Lindor on their roster. Uh and then over in the Bronx, take the subway across. The the biggest thing the Yankees had to do to be relevant again was to not lose Aaron Judge, which they almost lost Arson, unfortunately. Um, and they needed to not lose Anthony Rizzo. That was the I two biggest things. Don't lose those Rizzo two guys. Helped get Judge. Oh, 100 percent it did. That that helped a lot. hundred percent. I like Rodon coming to the Yankees, I feel like that really bolsters their starting pitching group. It's, it's really good starting pitching group now. Really wish he would have been in the Rangers blue, but you know, he's he's not. Yeah, the, I mean, sucks, the, the two but. things: make sure you don't lose your two boppers. They kept them, and yep. then you add Carlos Rodon. You bring in Tommy Canely to play some, you know, bullpen aid. I think the one thing that they didn't do was figure out the whole left field situation like go back and watch them down the stretch in left field and try they're, to play like Hicks uh, and Oswaldo and like man what are we doing that's and crazy they were running they're they putting... ran like six different lineups in the playoffs with different shortstops in left field just let the young kids play man go yep. go let those dudes that you brought up through your system go play ball but now that's um, they're for sure letting Hicks go play out there is what I've seen I mean they Again. won 99 games last year they'll they did everything they needed to do to get back to that kind of level again. They'll probably win the AL East. Um, they're not winning a hundred was crazy. They, <laughs> dude, that second half phase that they had that was, was bad. Literally, Judge carried them across the finish finish line. I, they had to, they led Judge off for so long, and I disagree with that so badly. I do not think Judge should be the lead off in any scenario. I think he was the lead off just to. Get that bats for the home runs, just to make sure he got as many at bats as possible. They were trying to break that record. They had him in the leadoff for the playoffs too for a bit. I thought, uh, dude, they ran out different lineups like almost every game. Almost every I, game, it felt like. I'm glad they're getting a healthy Bader this year. That yeah, I like dude, oh my gosh! I know a bunch of Yankees fans hated that pickup. He was going off that playoff run for until they yeah. faced the Astros, of course. Dude, Harrison, know what Bader, Bader played really great in that series. Like, he's the guy that kept him alive. The home runs he hit in Houston, like, were huge. He had another one in New York in, in game four, I think. Like, I mean, 
without Harrison Bader in that lineup spot, like mm-hmm. they not only get swept, they like lose lose, and it would have been even worse. He felt like he felt like the only bat that was beside Judge, which Judge Judge didn't. Do I don't much. think he had that good of a playoff run. Yeah, he, I don't didn't think really he was didn't. that good. Rizzo. Glad they got him. I don't like the fact that Josh Donaldson is still their starting third baseman. I wish they could find someone to replace that. Uh, Torres, he he's he's a question mark on if he's going to be good or not. I guess Hicks is going to be terrible. I know he's going to be terrible. They've got Willie Calhoun out there, but what's Willie going to do? He's Willie Calhoun is or the show twenty one goat. Yeah, he's going to say that he can hit 300 or whatever on any other team and then go sit on the benches for every other team. All right, let's get out of the big spending markets of New York. All right, yep. Let's, let's go, go to the exact opposite end of the spectrum here. Yep. Uh, the Oakland Athletics, 60 and 102 last year. Do the A's win – let me rephrase this. Do the Oakland A's lose 100 games in 2023? I think they not only lose 100 games in 2023, I think we may not be calling them the Oakland A's after 2023. Ooh, or spicy. Close to 2023. Spicy. Uh, they bring in uh, <laughs> they bring it's in a Japanese pitcher, which I'm all for. Uh, and they brought in Trevor May, which I'm all for. Um, they hired my guy, Lidmus Diaz, the come play every day, which good for Lidmus. Um, but what's the plan? Is there a plan? Oakland's always had a plan, but the last two years, I'm not sure that they do. So what are we doing? Um, is the plan to tank for the next five years, get the stadium, relocate, and then be good again when the next crop of Matt Olson's and Chapman's come up? Like, I, I, I don't see what the plan is. To me, it's a C minus. They plugged a couple holes. I like Trevor May. C minus. Hold up. You looking up Shintaro? No. Just got a little confused there. So I just Shintaro Fujinami, I believe. I see like no good on this roster, really. (laughs) Hey, they, don't, they got Jesus Aguilar starting. Yeah. I mean, I like Seth Brown. Seth Brown's a good ball player. Um, yeah, he's good. Cole Irvin's an okay ball player. I like um, Cole Irvin. I do. Paul I do Blackburn like made the All Star game last year. Caprillion got has decent stuff, but I think Blackburn, Caprillion, and Irvin are all trade pieces at some point in the near future. Um, this team's just this team's ready to not be a team anymore. Yeah, unfortunately. Owner hates the club, feels like hates the fans. I mean, what the biggest thing I heard about the Astros last year was a BJ in the top of the stadium. Like they're the just the A's. Huh? That's it, Astros. My yeah. bad. I A's A's. <laughs> yeah, the biggest thing a, I heard about that the was, A's a was that. So I just I don't even want to talk about the name more. We can go ahead and go over. Philadelphia, your runners up from last year, 87-75, got the wild card spot in 2022. Um, they made a huge addition in the form of Trey Turner. Very big. Um, and then 
after that, it's kind of some plug and play stuff. Um, you know, the trade for Soto, good stuff. They bring in Taiwan Walker to fill a hole in their bull in their rotation. Good stuff. Um, they Craig Kimbrell, who, you know, see if you can recall some of that magic that he's had in his past on a one-year deal. I like it. Um, I think the additions do outweigh the guys that leave. Um, I think that Trey Turner is a top 10 player in baseball right now. Will he be a top 10 player in baseball in year eight of his year 11 contract? Uh, probably not. But if this is the big, if this is their win now push, uh, I'm here for it. The elephant in the room, obviously, is Harper. Uh, if they can stay afloat while Harper's not there, which they still have boppers. Like, it's not like they don't have anybody that can't hit home runs. They've got the freaking NL last year, winner home run leader from last year. We saw JT Romuto start going off when Harper went out, and I think that that could be in store again, and that is the only reason that I will definitely put Abby Rutschman at my top catcher for next year. I think that JT's going to – He's going to keep them afloat, and he's got help to do it this time. I I really like – they've got Marsh out there. Marsh, he's all right with the Angels. He really stepped up last year for the Phillies, especially during the playoffs, it felt like, for a bit. Uh, they've got, of course – I don't know, man. I, I see this team I, – I had them as my favorite until I found out Harper was going to miss – my favorite to win that division until I found out Harper was going to miss a bit. I think that they're looking around second or third place now. I think the Braves and the Knicks are, of course, going to fight for first again. And then if one of those teams kind of has a surprise, like we kind of aren't as good as we thought we are, I think that's where the Phillies can kind of slide in and take that second place. I How long is Harper projected to be out for? I mean, he had surgery in uh, late November. Um, it takes less time for position players than it does pitchers for yeah, obvious reasons. he can always go DH. I think he's probably June, June, July. Uh, if everything goes well, if everything is on track, I think he's mid June. If everything, if there's a delay, it's probably July. If he, they're in a good position, they don't need him back and they don't have to rush him. He probably comes back in August. So sometime this summer, I think. I really like their, okay. I really like the relievers. I don't like, that the fact that their corner outfielders were Schwerber and Castellanos, which Castellanos, if they can do the same thing that they did with him last year, Salsa not on that. So they kind of figured out like where he fielded best and they, they started shading him so that he'd come in to the left on every ball. And that's why he was making all those diving catches. Dude, the, seemed like the catches he was making on his back, yeah, sliding. Yeah, the one he had. <laughs> In the world, he had two in the World Series on the, yeah. on his back. I'm like, what is this guy doing? I don't like Schwarber on left. I feel like Schwarber should be a DH. He's was the worst defender in left field, I think, last year. And I just, I wish that they could find out a way for whenever Harper came back to like trick Cassianos into becoming a great left fielder, so that they could put Harper in right and him in left, or the opposite. I don't know, but I really like this team. And they'd be my favorite, like I said, if Bryce Harper wasn't out a month or two. Or three. Or three. Uh, I think it's still an A. I mean, that you're bringing yeah, in Trey Turner. You're bringing in a dynamic piece and then a couple other additions to plug holes. It's a, it's an A, and they're still going to be a good team. Um, and then the Pirates over 
in Pittsburgh. Um, I mean, they they probably made my favorite move in bringing back McCutcheon just because I love him being a pirate. Yeah, I honestly, don't... I gave him the uh, the love. It's still just a C. Like it's a yeah, C it's at not best. A good team. It, to me, it was an F, and then it's like, okay, well, we're bringing in McCutcheon, so I'll give you a C. Like, you're going to – I think they're going to pull a freaking Miami Marlins. They're going to waste Cabrian, and they're going to waste O'Neal, and they're not going to build around those guys. And it's a shame because PNC Park is beautiful. You can't play the ballpark issue with those guys. I'm going to go see PNC Park this summer. We've already got a trip planned. Um, and – Thanks. I'm excited Ryan to see Andrew McCutcheon and and black and yellow again, but man, it is not looking good for this roster. I think there's still a hundred lost team. To me, it's still a C. We think Brian Reynolds get traded like before. how long into the season do we think it is? Deadline. Deadline. Deadline day. Uh, was G Man Choi traded there? I thought he was picked up in free agency. Uh, G Man was a addition. Um. I don't he was that. traded. He was traded. as soon as the season ended. It was part of a like a. That's why I thought as free agency. Yeah, I mean it is a pickup. Like I, I like G Man. Um, like here's I don't the, hate that move. I like O'Neill. I like Brian Reynolds. I like Brian Hayes. I like G Man Choi. I like Angel McCutcheon. Carlos Santana. If he's got one more year of swinging the hot bat in him, I'm all for it. Um, I'm on the fence on Cruz. I like Mitch Keller. I like JT Brubaker. Like they've got some, they've got some players, but David Bednar is a really good reliever. One of the, you know, probably a top 50 guy in major league baseball. Um, I just, man, they're not making a move because the central is kind of in a weird spot. Like the Cardinals are good. The Brewers are good, but they're not, insurmountable like go out and play around your your dudes that you've got your young guys that you still have control over and and keep brian here for the next three years because you've still got this year plus two more years of team control with brian reynolds um and so with o'neill cabrian and reynolds like let's go win some ball games they're just not making those moves and it's really frustrating uh the surprise of the southwest Mm. San Diego Padres, uh, years and years of not doing Jack after some 90s success. And then all of a sudden, let's have like the fourth highest payroll in baseball. This uh, team. They signed Xander. All, more power to them. Uh, they're going to move Tatis to right. They're getting Tatis back. That's a big thing in my opinion. That's basically will, another pickup. Will Tatis be welcomed back in san diego with open arms i don't think he'll be welcomed back as the leader the focal point i think they may respect his bat and respect what he can bring to the team but i think i think his ship has sailed as the main guy in there in that organization it's officially and it is going to be for a bit i believe machado he's he's the guy yeah, between Machado and Soto, and then you bring in Bogart. So, like, you've got your pieces for the next few years. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I believe the next decade. Soto's on a contract year, isn't he? Uh, Soto has uh this year and next year. I didn't know that. I thought this was last year. Yeah, he's got four years of of service. So okay, he's got two more. Uh, he's got this year and next year. So you've got two years of Soto. 
Um, I think Machado still has like another like four or five years on his deal and then another decade of Xander. So like yep. you've got your dudes. And I uh, like the Matt Carpenter pickup too. I really feel like if he can get back to being that kind of like put in bat that he was last year for the Yankees, they can that could be very useful to, for them. And I can I can easily see them making getting up to the World Series. And they brought in Boomstick. Gotta love that. Screw him. Still him have my, I don't even want to see him on my screen. I'm Bad going vibes. to the next team. You Bad can keep talking about for, this one. Yeah, terrible vibes. Uh, I'll keep going with the Padres for just a second because you still got you Darvish, still got Joe Musgrove, Blake Snell, Nick Martinez. I'm a little curious about Seth Lugo. Um, he's, I think, mainly only been a reliever in with the Mets. Um, and they've got a really good bullpen in Hayter, Suarez, and Garcia. I would have liked to have seen another add to their rotation. For that reason, it's a B plus instead of an A minus or an A. Um, but Lugo, Carpenter, uh, keeping Suarez, good additions for the Padres. I think they're still competing for a spot in the NL West, still competing for the number one. I don't think they're going to get it. I think they're still a wild card team. They're fighting for a wild card spot with those NL East teams. We'll see what happens. Uh, up to the Bay for Braden. Uh, 81-81, San Francisco Giants. What you got? I like Manaya coming in. feel like he can start kind of – he's projected to be the three there. I think, I don't know. I feel like I could see him moving into the two spot. Like Jock, of course. I really like the Conforto pickup. The Mitch pickup. I'm wondering if he can he can kind of become better guy for them. I would like to see that work out. Crawford's Crawford. They got Barton, Wade. The, the thing about really... the Giants is, like, they almost had, like, the dude, right? You almost bring in Judge. Yeah, that would have. And then you lose Judge. And then you almost bring in Correa. And then you hire a doctor who's going to fail him on an ankle for some reason. Uh, And so, like, you've got – you lose two faces. And then you basically settle for a Conforto and a Hanniger and a Luke Jackson and a Taylor Rogers. And it kind of feels like uh, this is they went from like going all in to, OK, well, I guess we'll try to go all in again next year. We're still going to try to be competitive. We're going to try yeah. to do the whole milk the veterans for everything they got thing again. See if we can find that magic from two years ago. Um, But I don't know, man, this to me, it's still just a C plus like they they added some guys stripling and eyes. Like you said, good additions. Jock is a good keep. Conforto and Hanniger can be good ads in the outfield. But did they really take a step forward in the NL West? Like, uh, they're I still. I can see them having the same record next year. Yeah, they're a 500 team, and you know, it's to me, it's a C plus. Yep. Uh, Mariners time. The Mariners. Um, this one's kind of weird to me. Um, this one pisses me off. They added some bats in the trade. Yep. Right. They they brought in a couple guys to bolster their their uh, lineup, which good additions, I think. Colton Wong, like you've already said, you you think is a, one of the better second basemen in the league. It's a good second um, baseman. Good I still have up. questions in left field slash DH. You know, is Kelnick going to take that step forward and and become that dude? Um, the free agent ads are secondary ads at best, in my mm -hmm. opinion. Uh, you mm -hmm. lost Hanniger, you lose Boyd, you lose Frazier. Um, I don't 
know if the additions in the market outweigh the losses in the market, but I do like the the, the trade pieces they brought, the trades they brought in. Um, Getting Tay Oscar was huge. I really yeah, like Tay Oscar. I'm a big Tay Oscar fan. I hate that mm-hmm. the Astros traded him for Francisco Liriano in 2017 mm-hmm. to this day. Um, you know, is AJ Pollock going to be their everyday DH and Kelnick going to be their everyday left fielder? I I don't know. Like, they got a. Is that going to be enough? I like whatever discrepancies you have in their left corner outfield. I really like. I really like their starters. They're going to get a full year Castillo. Robbie, I don't think he's going to be as bad as he started off last year at. I really like Gilbert. Hate watching him pitch against us. It's like we can't hit his anything. He's got a nasty array. Logan of pitches. Gilbert's gross. He really he's is. They stupid. they've got George Kirby's got that dog in him too. Um, and I I think back to that game in Seattle, the Houston at Seattle game that went like sixteen innings or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and like go watch George Kirby pitch in that game with some moxie and just blowing fastballs past the Astros hitters like that that's what Gilbert does every game he's got it they've got four or five legit starters because their fifth is probably Marco Gonzalez uh Paul Seawald and Munoz uh in the back end of the bullpen like this is a good team don't get me wrong um to me they were 90 and 72 if you want to take that next step they needed to make they needed to solidify that corner outfield spot or they need to solidify that seventh eighth spot in their lineup i don't know if one through six they have enough to compete with the top dogs still um generational talent and julio love it a eugenio is going to hit 30 home runs still somehow um tay oscar is going to bop ty france is going to bop kyle raleigh dump truck is going to bop like they've got boppers there's no doubt Yep. Um, but can they overtake the Astros in the West? I don't know. I don't, I don't see that yet. Where uh, are the Cardinals? The Cardinals had a really quiet offseason. Uh, I feel like it was productive, though. It, it is productive because even though you lose Molina, um, you just bring in another all-star catcher because – Let's be honest. The St. Louis – yeah, I mean, listen, Molina in the last few years hasn't been like the Molina that I remember as prime Molina, right? Like, yeah, which you know that's an aging curve that happens to everybody. Uh, but bringing in Wilson Contreras on a five-year deal for under twenty million a year for the next five years—that's that's a good ad. Um, I'm wondering if Walker's going to get the call up this year because he's he could be good for them. I think he starts the year in AAA, but. Um, yeah, he'll definitely start not you know, in the majors. If Tyler O'Neill takes a step back again, or if uh Newt Bart takes a step back, um yeah, I could I could definitely see it be Walker time in, in St. Louis. Um and then you know, from a rotation standpoint, you got Wainwright, you got Michaelis, uh, Jordan Montgomery came over in that trade with for Bader and he freaking delivered. Like he dropped it and he was really good. Uh, Flaherty at any given point can go back to being a Cy Young contender. Um, you know, I would have liked to have seen maybe a little extra bullpen help after watching them implode in the playoffs. Uh, you have Helsley and you have Gallegos, two really good back end guys. Um, but if they would have solidified maybe that outfield 
or that bullpen a little bit more, I would have given them a little bit higher grade. For me, yeah. it's a quiet C+. Uh, it's still the Cardinals. They still do devil magic. They'll still be in the playoffs, and we'll see what happens. Tampa, they're getting glass now back. That's huge. Big. Really big. Zach Eflin, you look at it, you're like, eh. But then you look and you see that they paid him the highest they've ever paid any free agent, and you're like, okay, what does Tampa see in this guy? Is he a future Cy Young winner? Because it's Tampa. They it's don't Tampa. do this, and they, they just gave him a, a crap ton of money. Tampa has a, a knack for finding what pitchers do well and turning it up to 12. And what did they see in this doing guy? It. Um, you know, I – Eflin had some good moments for the Phillies. Uh, he kind of played long relief slash spot starter and got a lot of starts for him over the course of the regular season. I think he's a good pitcher. I don't – I'm still kind of surprised that, you know, three years, 40 million. Good for highest him. Highest paid raise free agent <laughs> ever. ever. It's like the second highest contract they ever – or the third highest contract they ever handed out. It was Evan Longoria's extension – the Wander Franco extension, and then this. It's <laughs> big thing with the Rays here. They need to be healthy. They they've got to stay healthy. Wander needs a full year. Azarena or Rosarena, he needs to be healthy all year. I really feel like they're gonna. I mean, it's the Rays. You look at the roster, and you're probably not thinking, "Oh, this is a really good." They're gonna make the playoffs probably if they can stay healthy. I the like Rays it. are gonna ray. Like yeah. somehow they always find a way to be there. They're always in it at the at crunch time. They're a pain in Yankees and Boston Red Sox fans. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw, uh, I saw no one, no one in that division likes them because they're no. always pesky. Uh, to me, it's a it's a C minus off season because there's no like there's there's nothing to mention except for the Eflin deal, which I'm kind of surprised by. Um, you know, you, you lose Shane Boz, which sucks because of the, the Tommy John stuff back in September. Uh, so he's out, but you get McClanahan back. You get Glasnow um, big. All right, Glasnow back. I'm sorry. You get Glasnow to pair with McClanahan. So like huge Rasmussen, huge Jeffrey Springs, pretty good. Uh, last year, see if you can keep doing it. Like some of the grouping um, guys, I like. I think Jason Adams is going to start entering that tier of, yeah. which I think he did last year. I think he's going to solidify gross. himself in that tier. Uh, which I saw something the other day, and it was like, uh, if the Rays call you to trade for someone, you need to lock that guy in a room <laughs> until you find out what what's his knack, what does he have in him that the Rays see. A hundred percent. I really feel like. They're gonna somehow figure out something with Zach, and he's watching me to Grom two point like just out there dealing. It's very possible. I, I'm very ready for this next group. Uh, <laughs> of course you are. So the sixty eight and ninety four Texas Rangers are probably Formerly. not finishing sixty eight ninety four next year. Uh, we do. Uh, I may never be on this podcast again because I may be on a fan somewhere. I uh, I'll say this to start, and I'll let you go. Okay, okay. I'll, I'll have to put you on a timer. I'm giving them an <laughs> A minus. Okay, I think it's a really good offseason. I think they've had two off seasons back to back with with banger moves. Okay, uh, I worry about being able to keep this thing going long term. 
But as as far as a short term win now kind of mindset, like the Grom, Avaldi, Heaney, keeping Perez, I'm all for it. Uh, I am a little worried about the retention of those guys, but I'll let you try to convince uh, me. Otherwise. So of course, health health is going to be our biggest problem with this team. Uh, I would also really like to get another outfield bat. I don't like Josh Smith getting solid minutes out there. I feel like he's more of a utility guy, in my opinion. I really hope Bubba Thompson gets a lot of time out there because he can be pretty good. Uh, of course, four pitchers, and I mean we're paying Martin. I don't think he's. I don't think he's going to be the same as last year, of course. But I also don't think he's going to regress as far as other people have seen. Especially with them sticking with just the regular old umpires no challenge system. We got Jonah Heim. He's the best, probably, framing catcher in the MLB. So I think he's still going to be getting Martin those calls that he needs to be at that level he was at. No bias included, right? It's not biased. Jonah Heim is probably the best framing catcher. Uh, we got DeGrom, of course. He's got to stay healthy if we want anything. But if he is healthy, we all know what DeGrom does. I don't think Eovaldi, he's not going to get up to the best that he used to be. I do think him not being the one is going to help him. Heaney, I don't really know what to expect from Heaney, to be honest, because I'm seeing a lot of people say that he's our two, and I see him more as a four. I don't I don't see him as high as other people have, and I know he sucks in New York parks, so I don't want him to ever have to pitch in that again. Uh, I like Lowe. I, I really think Lowe's going to – keep himself, in my opinion, in that top five category for first baseman, no matter what you think. I think Seager's down year last year was a huge outlier, and no shift this year is going to help him a lot. That's – I also – we need Mitch Garver to stay healthy. If A lot of our season depends on health, and that's – I know it's a big thing for everyone – but for us especially, it's going to be health-based. That's how our season's going to go. And you say that you don't know about our future. If we don't trade for Brian Reynolds, if we keep some of these guys, I really think our future isn't looking too bad. All right, I'm ready for the next team. That's all Okay, I so real quick. So Josh Young coming up, probably going to be the everyday third baseman. Yep. Uh, then you've got like guys that. like uh, Jack in AA, Owen White in AA, Cole Wynn I think is going to be in AAA this year. Um, there's definitely some talent in the farm with the arms. Mm -hmm. Um, I just, it, it's weird when you see a starting five rotation and it's free agent, free agent, free agent, free agent, free agent, <laughs> free agent, 22, 22, 21, 22, 22. And then a qualifying offer on the Martin Perez one. Um, I would like to see a little bit of bullpen work, uh, for the Rangers, you know, getting the clerk back could be really big time. Uh, I think Brock Burke is a pretty good little pitcher. Um, but I think, you know, if, if DeGrom can go nine innings every game, it's great for 30 games. Um, but you're going to need some bullpen help. I think that's, yeah. if the Rangers are in it, if they're playing over 500 and they're playing for that second spot in the West, first spot for the West, they need to go get some bullpen help. I think Which that's going to be their Achilles We're getting hill. Dunning in the bullpen. We're getting Odorizzi. I think we'll probably pull up a pitcher from the minors and they'll end up going into the bullpen. I'm really hoping we do that. You've already spent so much money on pitching. Just go buy a few more. What's the problem? <laughs> Who's out there still? Uh, probably nobody right now that we can I add. I don't know too many big ones out there. 
And oh. I'm not too upset about our bullpen. There is one guy. What's I? I can't even believe I forgot his name. I mean, he pitched for us last year. Uh, you know, does a, a Zach Britton, a Corey Nebel, Andrew Chafin, do any, any of those guys come into Texas late and, you know, plug in the back end? I think that would be a good addition. But uh, regardless. Glenn I, Otto's going to the bullpen. I like that. I really think that he could become a good bullpen on. Step one for the Rangers right now. I know everyone's high on, Matt on the additions. That's who I'm talking about. Matt Moore. If we can go out and get him. I like that. And uh, I think I think we'll probably go out and get him. Goal one is to get back to five hundred. Yeah. Right. Like that that's gotta be goal one. Oh, for sure. Uh you know, you you, you bring in these arms and you hope they don't fall off. And mm-hmm. as long as they don't fall off and you get, you know, if you get twenty eight starts from DeGrom, thirty from Avaldi, thirty from Heaney, another thirty from Martin, and they don't regress hard, because all all these guys are now over the age of thirty. So as long as there's not hard regression and they stay alive, you know, getting back to 500 is very feasible. And then from there, it's can we get hot and play for a spot? My projection right now is in the 80s about. But if everything does go right, I could see a low 90s team. Like I can I can definitely see that. I feel like we need another bat badly. I would definitely say you need a bat to get to the 90s. Uh. All right, let's go. Let's go to Toronto. Uh, Toronto brings in Chris Bassett on a three-year deal. Great move by them. They needed some more pitching help, uh, especially with uh, Ryu still out. Um, Brandon Bassett's a big-time move, I think. Uh, Brandon Belt coming in to play some DH first base lets you DH Vladdy from time to time. Get him off of first base occasionally is probably a good thing. Um, and then bringing in a Gold Glove caliber center fielder and Kevin Kiermeyer allows them to move Springer to right, which, um, you know, probably some good stuff. The trade addition, uh, a lefty bat for them. Brandon Belt's a lefty bat. Kevin Kiermeyer's lefty bat. So I think they were trying to balance their lineup some uh, and then bring some more depth to their pitching. Uh, Toronto is right there last year. They were 92 and 70. I think it's a B off season for them. Um, I think they can still compete for an ALE spot. If, you know, Aaron Judge doesn't hit 63 home runs, then it's very possible that the Yankees fall off and the Toronto Blue Jays found a way to sneak in that number one spot. It, it could have happened. And so, uh, so I hope I'm they just kind of play ball instead of getting all worried about the celebrations and the home run jacket. Just yeah. go freaking do it. And those guys can. Um, so Hurt. I mean, it's a B off season. What I'm looking at here, they're not even projecting Ally. They're not projecting Kirk as the number one catcher on the team. That's that's confusing me a bit. Cause I thought he would be the number one guy. Uh, I got Kirk on mine. I'm seeing Jansen for fifty percent of games and Kirk for forty eight. Hmm. I mean, I think uh, you had to get Kirk's bat in there, especially if he keeps yeah, if he produces that's what at I'm all. Confused about. Like he could, you could see him play some DH. I think from time time too, they're, to time to two. Yeah, they're showing him about twenty seven. That put him in about seventy. Now, okay, I put him about seventy percent of games. If he's in eighty like, percent of their games, then that's a a win. I like their lineup. I don't like Bo Bichette at short. He's the probably the worst defensive shortstop in the game. Uh. Like Springer, of course. Bar show. That was a confusing trade for me, to be honest. But I 
I guess people see a lot in our show. Uh, I like Whit Merrifield. I really like Whit. I like him there. Dude's an iron horse. Plays almost every game. It feels like. I really, I really thought it was a good pickup for them. He's going to be good utility. Uh, their starters are obviously pretty good. Uh, they got Bassett. Hoping he goes good. And they've of course got Manoa. Let's just hope he doesn't talk about pressure again and do what he did. And I feel like they can be a really good team this year. Yeah, and then Romano closing out games. He's a yeah, he's, he's Phil. Eric nasty. Swanson's really good. Yimmy Garcia is really good. They got Anthony, Anthony Bass. Bass. I like that. Like, this team has all the potential in the world to be one of those last teams standing, um, but they just have to go out there and do it. So yep. we'll see. To me, they're a B. And then our last team, our last team on this list has no idea what they're doing, I still feel like, and that's the Washington Nationals. I don't uh, like the fact how they treated the Soto thing. I do like what they got back for him, though. Like, I really like – I think them letting C.J. Abrams go out and play, I like that. I feel like C.J. Abrams can be a good player in the MLB. I listen. I, that's not my issue with it. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know. I know. I I'm think just, that's I think C.J. I is a is a fine piece, and you know if he can go out and hit two sixty six and and improve his walk number some and get his on base numbers up a little bit and play a really smooth shortstop, that's a good that's a good addition. I wish um, they would have gotten Corbin out in that though. I do. You know, I they brought in Dom go. Smith, which you know I I hope Dom Smith bounces back because at one point in time a couple years ago Dom Smith was looking like one of the future lefty boppers in in the in the league and he kind of fell off the face. Um, I would love to see a bounce back year from Dom Smith. Uh, I mean, they brought brought in Condelario, which a couple years ago had a really good year, but is what are what are we doing? Uh, Corey Dickerson, I like Dickerson, but again, like, what are we doing? Uh, from a bull or from a pitching standpoint, you got a Josiah Gray, who's a good pitcher, but he's not the guy. I think they're waiting for Patrick Corbin's contract to run out so they can move on from him. Uh, but they hired Trevor Williams on a, on a deal. Uh, the Trevor Williams deal is a a two year contract, so I don't know if he's a if it's just a plug and play for somebody down the road Strasburg is still who knows what um man I don't know like there's there's just no part of this team that right now says oh yeah they can create some of that 2019 magic again it's like the moment they want it they're like okay now let's implode yep and I don't know just why not try to keep that thing going and they easily could have kept it going um but Bad, bad financial decisions and then an unwillingness to, to build around a, a generational talent like Soto. So I don't know now what the plan is. I think they're now seven, eight years out from being able to compete, and that's a problem. They haven't sold yet, right? Sold. The team. I don't think so. Pretty sure that they wanted to get rid of Soto before they sold. They just need to go ahead and sell. Probably. All right. Well, uh, that concludes all 30 teams. Uh, we spent way too much time on it. And hopefully going forward, we won't spend that much time talking about all 30 teams. Uh, just a quick note, some of the contracts passed out this year, crazy, crazy contracts. Aaron Judge, Trey Turner, Xander Bogarts, Carlos Correa, 
uh, DeGrom all making over 30 million Verlander making 43 for the next two, some big boy contracts passed out. But that's how the market's always going to go, huh? Now I think it is. Keep going this up. New CBA is going to keep going up. Uh, some notable free agents still out there. Uh, your boy Trevor Bauer, David Price, Zach Grinky, Michael Waka, um, Zach Britton, Andrew Chafin, who I secretly really like. Uh, Matt Moore still out there. Uh, Gary Sanchez. Hopefully, future ranger. <laughs> future ranger for you. Uh, Yuli Gurriel's been linked to the Marlins. We'll see if that. No. That's true. actually – they – uh, Pulled? It's out. It's out. Oh, pulled. dang. Um, and in the outfield, you know, there's two two guys still. Uh, Profar and Peralta are still out there. I can uh, see Profar being a ranger too. <laughs> you can see everybody like, being I'm a serious. Ranger. I'm serious. No, this is like a serious talk. We need an outfitter. I can see Profar getting the call. He could go we play need... left field in, in Arlington. Yep. Where balls go to die. Yeah. Uh, yeah, All Corey right. Seager somehow mashes there. We'll see. We'll see. What do you so, mean we'll see? He does. <laughs> didn't he just he just talk about how he had a down year? He had a down year and hit the most home runs he's ever hit. Okay, I'm talking so about that a mash. Down year? Like, I mean, by his standards, it was a down year because everything other than home runs. Everything other than home runs know, was down. So he needs to change his swing approach probably. No, he just needs to shift gone and shift's gone. A little swing for contact action. All right. Corey needs that contact swing coming in. Yeah. All right. Well, next time we'll figure out what we're going to go. Maybe start doing some deep dives into teams or divisions. And this is the inaugural episode of Swing for Contact Podcast. More coming later. Mm-hmm.